Hey, what it do, good people? It's your boy Rashad back with another episode. And today, I wanted to focus on more One Piece. I wanted to talk about a specific art in the post time skip, Dress Rosa. So, without further ado, let's get this show on the road. First thing I want to say is my man Dolph Flamingo, he radiates nothing but Black Air Force One energy all day and tomorrow. My man is a straight up menace, bro. His backstory with the whole Celestial Dragons, his dad being a Celestial Dragon, and then him killing his dad. After his dad was like, you know what? I don't want to live this noble life anymore. So let's live like the regular folks. But then the regular the regular folks had resentment against Dolph Flamingo's family because they were celestial dragons and they were taking slaves. So they started treating him like crap as a kid because of what his dad was. And he also got upset with his father at the fact of I, that he wanted to live like regular folks. And he straight put a bullet in the back of my man's dome piece. And me looking at that, I'm like, yo, my man's is a spoiled brat. That's all, that's all that I saw. Yeah, the people were no better. As far as you know, you know, taking it out on Dolph Flamingo and his family, his his brother. But the fact that you went to the length of just because he took away the money, you want to say, "Oh, I'm about to put a bullet in the back of my dad's skull." Like, come on, man! What the people did was fucked up, but what you did, I feel like it was greater because man you took pops out over something that's you know what i'm saying that that y'all could have came that y'all could have grew from as a family and you just took them out because you was a spoiled brat so yeah he had what you would what you would more most people would say is a tragic backstory but me looking at it I I don't have that much sympathy for him, man. I I really don't. I really don't. Then he met he meets some of his executive officers as a little kid, and he, you know, and they prop him up to be the next king because. He he unlocks his conqueror's hockey at a real at a very young age, probably around the age of like eight or nine. So he has the qualifications of being a king. But he he gets, you know, he finds this group, you know, with Treble, with Diamantes and Pika. And he basically they basically groom him to be the king. 
you know, which is fine and dandy. But how my man's just came to dress Rosa and just took over the country in one night. Probably not even the whole night. Probably in like an hour or two, the whole country was in, was just thrown into shambles. Just thrown into shambles, man. All thanks to Dolph pulling up on King, on the King. You know, and basically the King, he couldn't do nothing. He couldn't do nothing. He was just, he was powerless, man. He couldn't do nothing. So Dolph Flamingo literally uses my man as a puppet to kill his own citizens while riding on the back of a horse with a sword. And you got it, man. That was that was a crazy scene to watch, man. But I also got to give my man Dolph Flamingo credit, man. That move, bro, was a genius, man. The freaking puppet master. That's basically what he was. This whole entire art, this man was the grand puppet master. That's literally what he was. That's literally what he was. And to see how he took over the country the way he did, that is villain 101. That is no doubt about it. Villain 101, dog. The villain 101. And the thing about it, it, it's the perfect setup because he got the string, string fruit where he could just control things with his strings. He could fight with his strings. He could use his strings as like a sword or whatever you want to call it. So he had the perfect devil fruit power to pull this off. He had the perfect devil fruit power to pull this thing off, man. And then you see him. He getting older. He's getting more powerful. His group is gaining more notoriety around, you know, where he lives and different other neighboring towns. They're starting to really fear the Dolph Flamingo family. You know, so that, so they start to really, like I said, they start to really fear the family because he's, they started gaining notoriety. So my man just took over a whole entire country for a decade. And then he had this little girl within the family. Oh, sugar. Man, if you've seen the Dress Rosa arc, you know about sugar. She has possibly the most OP devil fruit powers in the whole universe, man. The fact that she could turn, she turned the citizens of Dress Rosa who opposed Dolph Lamingo's reign. She turned them guys into toys. Like, and then she gave them a contract where they can't break it. 
she turns them into toys where and she also gives them a contract where they they're unable to break it and your loved ones they forget about you so they got all these things they turn you into toys they she gives you a contract and the loved ones you had she makes them forget about you all all in one fell swoop if that's not depressing i don't know what is you get turned into a toy you can't fight back and your loved ones forget about you that is that is that is hell that is pure and undulterated hell man that's what it is that's that's what it is man one of the first guys or people in dress rosa to be turned into a toy was none other than the greatest gladiator in the Colosseum's history, my man Kratos. You know, because he figured out what was going on, well, he wanted to figure out what was going on, so he, you know, came, went into the palace, and he, you know what I'm saying, he got caught off guard by sugar, and he got turned into a toy. My man was a toy for a decade, And then, after he gets turned into a toy, my man's wife gets gunned down going to a, to the store to get her daughter something to eat. Her daughter, Rebecca, I got to say, man, Rebecca, like, she is, she was, she went through a lot. A lot of bullshit, thanks to Dolph Flamingo and his family. But I gotta say, man, Rebecca, she stayed strong, man. She stayed strong throughout the whole art. She stayed strong, man. I gotta give Rebecca her her props, man. Her her just do. She stayed strong, man. And to see my man Kratos see his wife get killed, you know, in front of him. You know, or almost in front of him. That was another heartbreaking scene. My man holding his wife as a toy. She don't know who the fuck he is. And he just in the rain holding her, just crying like a baby, dog. That was Oda. You are a genius with this writing, man. I will continue to say that as long as I'm watching One Piece. My man Oda is a genius, man. Then he stays by Rebecca's side for a decade. She don't know that he got turned into a toy. She don't know nothing. She's a little girl. She don't know nothing. But my man Kratos, as a toy, he's still stuck by, still stuck by his daughter, man. Still stuck by his daughter. Oh, yeah, my man Kratos, you know, he got a little backstory on Kratos. He got saved by, by the king, and he ended up marrying, you know, marrying Rebecca's mom, Scarlet, and he couldn't live in the kingdom with them because he was a criminal. 
he had a you know a checker pass so he had to stay stay you know on the outskirts to dress rosa so so my man he that was tough man i can imagine how tough that was for kratos and then rebecca losing her mom that was tough that had to be tough so watching that phenomenal writing man phenomenal phenomenal writing phenomenal writing then when we see rebecca get a little older she's on a mission she's on the mission to you know she's on she's on a mission in the coliseum after Dolph Flamingo, he introduces the Flare Flare Fruit, which is Ace's Devil Fruit. He introduces Ace's Devil Fruit into the Coliseum as a as a prize. So she is on a mission to get that fruit so she can get the power to kill Dolph Flamingo and end his reign as, as the king, you know, as a dictator, basically. So she's fighting, and, the, and then while she's fighting, she's getting booed. She's getting booed relentlessly every day, all day that she's fighting. You know, because they think the citizens think, oh, the the former king, you know, he just took, he just passed out and flipped out and started killing everybody, which was not true, which was so not true. So she's fighting. To try to get from up under Dolph Flamingo's reign of terror, you know, and that's understandable because my man is a straight menace, bro. My man is a straight menace, and he also had a factory of where he was making artificial zone type devil fruits working for the king of the beast kaido the big boss dog that is kaido so he got a factory producing these artificial zone type devil fruits and he also has the fairies it's a it's a kingdom of little people AKA fairies, and they have, I would say they have superhuman strength. They can run super fast, but they're really, they're really, really gullible little people though, man. But I love them. And when I saw them, he had them working as slaves. So he had the toys working as slaves. The humans that got turned to the toys. Then he also had the fairies working as slaves in the factories as well. Then he also had the toys, you know, manufacturing the guns and the weapons. So my man Dolph Flamingo had a whole operation going on in Dress Rosa. So he used the toys and the fairies to help him with his work. In the opera, in the underground operations, so man, I was like, "Yo, this man 
got the whole country by the balls. They can't do nothing. They can't do nothing. They can't do nothing, man. Then, oh, you know, you know who pops up and dress Rosa? The the crew, the squad, the squad, the squad comes to dress Rosa. They slowly but surely finds out what's going on because they figure out, man, this is too good to be true. Like, why are there toys walking around on the streets and stuff like that? So they figured it out, man. They figured it out. And then, you know, they the crew came through. You know, but Luffy, he got lured into the whole competition with the flare flare fruit. So he came to dress Rosa and he found out about that first straight up. Then he entered, he entered in. That was also a plan to lure, you know, to get Luffy. You know what I'm saying? To get him out the way, try to get him distracted with something else so they wouldn't figure out what's going on in the country. And you know. Luffy, he was putting in work doing his thing. That disguise he had on, well, everybody had a disguise on pretty much. You know, Zoro, Frankie, Kingman, everybody. So, but them them guys running around with disguises on was so hilarious, man. So, you know, while Luffy's fighting in the competition, uh, Frankie, he meets this um he uh he meets the soldier the soldier guy and he meets the little people and he figures out what's going on he sees that they have a anti doflamingo coalition going on to try to take him down and he and he and he wants to fight with him and then you know he he him and then that's when you see leo you see um, some more of the little people. My man Leo. I just want to give my man Leo a little shout out right quick, man. Leo is a straight G. He is a straight G. He was a straight G through the whole arc, man. He was a straight G. My man Leo. He in this arc, he became my favorite character. That's not a part of. The Straw Hats. He became one of my favorite characters. That's not a part of the Straw Hats, you know. So I, so I can't wait to see my man Leo pop back up in the story, and in any shape, form, or fashion, I can't wait to see my man pop back up in the story. You know, then him, Frankie, and the soldier, they plan on how to get the people, his, the other little people and fairies out of the factories producing the, the smile, producing the artificial zone type devil fruits. You know, so they go on a whole, you know, I got a whole operation going on to try to free them. And, you know, then that's where you get Dolph Lamingo's officers to try to guard it. So that means that's when the battles come into play, you know, because you got Senor Pink and Frankie, then you got Zoro fighting Pika, you know, so that's when most of the, you know, most of the fighting comes in where they figure out what they got to do to 
to break down the factory and stuff like that. Then you got Dolph Flamingo. He finds out and he's like, oh, guard the factory, guard the factory. So it is amazing how this whole art came together. Then you have one of the biggest plot points in the whole entire arc where out of we get a and we see Sabo, the right hand man of Dragon, Luffy's dad. So we see him come into play and dress Rosa. And when I saw him, I was like, you have got to be kidding me, man. You have got to be kidding me. And then when him and Luffy reunited after so many years, because Luffy thought he was dead, he was, Luffy was so happy to see him, man. That was also a critical point because Sabo was able to switch out with Luffy so Luffy could go and find Zoro and Frankie and so he can, you know, get into the battle to help, you know what I'm saying, to help Zoro and Frankie so he can find Dolph Flamingo and take him out. So we get to see Sabo doing his thing. Then Sabo actually ends up winning the competition and getting the devil fruit of Ace. So that was awesome that nobody else was, was able to get it. The devil fruit. It stayed in within the three brothers. So that was that was also awesome, man. Awesome, man. That was amazing. And then back and let me rewind it a little bit and go back. The battles, man. Zoro versus Pika. That was an oh, amazing battle. First time we saw my man Zoro use armament hockey to infuse that with his swords. Man, was amazing, man. Uh, that was amazing. You know, you already know. One thing you can say can't say about Zoro. When my man put the swords up and he ready to bang out, he gonna give it all he got. He gonna give it all he got, man. The whole crew actually, they gonna give it all they got. You know, you already know Big Luffy gonna give it all he got, no matter what. So my thing, man, that was a awesome battle to see Zoro. You know, put his put his armament hockey to to use and infuse it with his sword. That's what you get, man, when you train with the greatest swordsman. You already knew Mihawk wasn't gonna send him to the battlefield after the time skip, unprepared to face to face the dangers that they gotta face in a new world. He wasn't gonna send them out there lacking. You know that for sure, for sure. He wasn't gonna send them out there lacking. He, he wasn't going to send him out there. So that was a, a fantastic battle between Zoro and Pika. Then you got the main then you got the main event. 
okay, okay. Let me back up. Before I talk about that, I got to give my man Usopp credit, super credit, because, you know, I was a little critical of him a little bit in this arc. I was like, man, you still hiding? Why are you still scared and still a coward after the time skip? But he, he, you know what I'm saying, he got the job done. You know what I'm saying? He eventually got the job done and took down Sugar twice to literally save the kingdom and stop people from getting turned into toys. So shout out to my man, God Usopp, for putting in the work, you know what I'm saying, for doing what he had to do, man, to, to, to play his part in the whole battle. Then you get to Luffy's Gear 4 against Dolph Flamingo. Man, when I saw Gear 4 Luffy versus Dolph Flamingo, I lost my mind. I don't know, man. My bad Big Luffy looked tough when he in Gear 4, man. He looked he looked tough in gear four. And he gonna he gonna wreck. He gonna he gonna wreck shop when he in gear four, man. He gonna he gonna do what he gotta do. So I have to say, when I saw Dolph Flamingo go down, that was one of the most satisfying wins that I saw my man Luffy get. Now I ain't gonna lie, my man Dolph Flamingo. He was a fantastic villain. Probably my favorite One Piece villain of all. But when I saw him go down, I can't lie and say I wasn't like I was a little bit happy. Like, man, he finally went down. Cause that was a tough opponent for Luffy, man. So we all know Dolph Lamigo, he wasn't gonna he wasn't gonna go down easy. We knew that. And I will say when he pulled out the big ass strings. And he had the purple tips, the big ass string monsters with the purple tips. Now that shit was awesome. The way he displayed the power of that shit, that shit was amazing, dog. That shit was amazing. And I also got to shout out my man Law for you know putting in work. But I also got to say my man Law. Man, Dolph Flamingo was whooping his ass through the whole arc. I was, I was like, yo, how did my man survive this? Because my man was getting his ass beat the entire arc by Dolph Flamingo. But when I saw my man Luffy take him down, I was, I was like, yo, this is awesome, man. Year four Luffy, bounce man. It's amazing. And I can't wait to see him get stronger and stronger with the gear four and possibly go to gear five. Like, that's going to be amazing, man. That's going to be amazing. So, man, at the end of the arc, you know, Rebecca finally got her wish to where she can live she lived she got her wish she left the the palace left the princess job 
and gave it to her, you know what I'm saying, asked her auntie to be the princess because she wanted to go live with her dad. Man, that, you know what I'm saying, she finally got what she wanted, and my man Kratos finally got to really be a dad, and he didn't have to worry about his history, his his criminal record, or nothing like that. Because the king, the king wasn't going, wasn't going to punish him. The king was riding with him. And when I first saw that the king let him marry his daughter, Scarlet, I was kind of surprised. Because, you know, most dads be like, stay away from my daughter, stay away from my daughter. You ain't good enough for my daughter. But King, but king, king, king Riku, he was, you know what I'm saying? He like, yo, you love my daughter? I mean, as long as you treat her right, I mean, I give you my blessing. And that was... That was cool, man. You got to say, King King Riku, he was pretty cool, man. He was a down-to-earth king, a respectable king, likable king. So he was he was the man, bro. When I saw him get his throne back, I was happy, dog. I was happy. Then shout-out, shout-out, before I go, shout-out to my man, Chris Head, as Luffy calls him, and Robin calls him, Chris Head, Bar- Bartholomew. He was a straight G. Because when I first seen him, I thought he was kind of a, he was going to be kind of a dick. But he turned out to be the biggest fans of the Straw Hats, man. And that was amazing. He put in work, helped Luffy, helped the crew get the job done. So that was amazing. And shout out to my man Cabbage, as Luffy calls him. Shout out to basically shout out to everybody that helped Luffy in his whole mission to take down Doflamingo. Shout out to Conehead, the old guy, I think it's Don Chijo, Don Chujo. You know, shout out to him for helping. Shout out to everybody, man, that helped Luffy get the job done to take down Doflamingo. Because that was a sweet, sweet victim. And I also got a shout out. Fujitora. The man, the myth, the legend. Fujitora, man. With the power of gravity. That's That devil fruit OP as fuck. That's also another overpowered ass devil fruit in the land of One Piece, man. Shout out to my man Fujitora, man. Because... He he kept it he kept it real man he kept it real and he didn't want to take he didn't want to lie when the when the, the whole fiasco was over he didn't want to lie you know he told the truth like shit Luffy took down the bad guys we the Navy ain't do it the Marine we we ain't do it Luffy did it and Luffy and Law did it you know so the fact that he gave them credit Fujitora stand up guy man so shout out to Everybody that did that part to help save Dress Rosa, man. The drip, you know. Everybody that put in work to save the country, man. Shout out, man. But I think that's gonna do it for for this week's episode. And I would like to to you know appreciate everybody for listening and. I'll see you guys next week for another episode 
of the Variety Pack podcast.